Welcome all movie and TV show fans. You are now a Cinemaniac. Before I begin, this series is brought to you by the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weaver, and today we are going to review Pixar's newest movie, Elemental. But before I do that, I got to introduce my co-host, Brandon Siegel. Brandon, I know we had a few weeks, few week break, mm -hmm. you know, since uh, Across the Spider-Verse, yep. but, uh, you know, excited to watch us a new animated movie. Um, but how are you doing? How are you feeling now? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing great. We, we saw, uh, you know, a nice little movie here. Um, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. We'll get into it in a, in a, in a second here. You know, I went in with the expectations. I was like, oh, it's going to be a cute little Pixar movie, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, nothing. Nothing too crazy, mm -hmm. um, but I I really enjoyed it. We we had a good day. We we had a little little pit stop. Uh, we were gonna stop at Dave's Hot Chicken because we just got one up here, and Aaron yeah. and I love it. Yeah, was, <laughs> we were unable to get Dave's Hot Chicken to say the least. Uh, so something happened there. So Dave's no chicken. Yeah, Dave's no chicken. <laughs> it wasn't hot today. There was no chicken. Um, It'll so be now out later though. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. So now we're back here, um, and we, we, we got a little episode to get to. I don't think this one will be super long. You know, it's a Pixar movie, um, but it, it was still a fun one. So we're not in the spoilers area yet. This is all non-spoilers so far. So non-spoiler review, Aaron. We can get right into it here uh, for Elemental. What's your non-spoiler review? Yeah, so, I mean, essentially, you know, this is, you know, Pixar's newest installment um, to their animated movie uh collection that they mm -hmm. have so far that's yep. obviously notorious for great plot you know great movies all around um obviously have a bunch of classics but um you know still bringing people out you know having new movies but yeah essentially this this movie was a movie about you know four elements fire coming in from their um you know fire society if you will um coming into the um you know the, I forget what the... What I think this is Elemental City. Yeah, Element, Element yeah, City. Yeah, 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 Element City. Um, where they're um, water, earth, and then uh, air. Yeah. Um, so obviously you have the four the four main elements and they're all trying to, you know, intermingle. And um, really the big key at the beginning is that they, they say that they can't mix and things like that. Yeah, well, three um, of them mix. Yeah, and... three of them mix, but not really fire. So. Yeah. Kind of like a Avatar of the Last Airbender, if you will, kind of deal. A little um, bit. But, I thought it'd be more like that plot, like not like yeah. Avatar's plot, but in this one, like you know, Fire was looked down upon versus as like the the enemy, like an Avatar. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, nonetheless, uh, the the main character we get introduced to is uh, Ember um, Lumen, and uh, her her father moved there from uh, uh, the Fire Society that they lived in, and uh, that's really where we kind of get our start and. Uh, plot kind of jumps around a little bit, but little essentially bit. the conflict is that there's this whole leak. Remember, non-spoiler part. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can't get too, too into it. We'll get into but, it in a second. But, but yeah, but. essentially that's like kind of what the main premise is, is like they're, you know, uh, this fire people they come into the city and they're they're trying to intermingle yeah and, and they're and like they're, they're kind of welcomed they make their own little mm -hmm. fire area but they're yeah, not yeah. really welcomed yeah into the main city mm -hmm. um and they're definitely looked down upon and uh you know the ember's father owns this shop where they sell food and various little things that are really for mm -hmm. fire you know the the fire people um so you know the the daughter really looks up ember really looks up to her her dad and uh she works at the shop and she really wants to make him proud so there's a lot of you know stuff that goes on yep. um with her and her dad and you know they, we won't get into too too much Not yet. um uh but you know i i think this movie was really really cute i think this is a a, a perfect pixar movie mm -hmm. it falls right into their slate they already have very very well i think the biggest thing for me again non-spoiler part here the 
message in this movie was really, really well done. Mm -hmm. And I think um, they did a great job uh, interpreting what they wanted to interpret. Again, we'll get into it yeah. in the rest of the podcast here. Um, but I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah, anything so we, else you want to say before we watch it, stream it, skip it here? Yeah, I think that's about that's a solid uh, no spoiler review. We can get into watching. So what what are you what, what are you, where are you at? I'm I'm at here's where I'm at. If this movie, so a few years ago when we had the pandemic, Soul came out on Disney Plus, and I thought it was really good. And I thought Soul's it was I thought it was really good to the point where I would have liked to have seen it in theaters. Um, for Elemental, I feel like it's a movie that you can wait till it comes out on Disney Plus. Like if this came out like during the pandemic and it was like, oh, we just had a new movie, you know, um, Disney Plus, we're going to put it on there and you guys can watch it with your family, blah, blah, blah. I think that's this is kind of what that that vibe kind of reminds me of. So I would say stream it. You know, I, I really thought I was going to be streaming. I made a joke before. I'm like, we're going to say stream it. Both of us will, you know, move on. I'm watching it. On, in theaters? Yeah. I, I really? have two good reasons. Number one. Was this movie like amazing? No, mm -hmm. it wasn't amazing. It was still really good. And I think the message is really good. Mm -hmm. Additionally, I think a lot of the colors and animation that it had, it made it a pretty unique experience being in the theater. Yeah, for. that's fair. I definitely get the stream it um, in the sense of like, this wasn't a five out of five, you know, five star movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's aspects of this movie where I'm like, I, I like the theater experience for it. I'm actually on team watch it. Okay. Um, so we, we're, we're split on this one. This is our first split decision on the watch it, stream it, skip it. Um, I, I am watching, I was thinking about it coming in when we walked in, I was like, I, no, I really think it's worth going to see it. Come on. Think about it. Everyone's got like flat screen TV. It they is got, true. It they is got true. TVs in their pockets. They got TVs on their wrists. We got big iPads that we have MacBooks and everything. That is true. You can get the colors everywhere you need. You, you can stream this during lunch during the week or something. I'm team watch it. I would go see it in the theater, but I think I think we're gonna exit our non-spoiler review. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yep. so here's the spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled about the movie, click off the podcast, go look, go watch it, then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. So there's there's your warning. Um so let's let's really get into it. So we start off um in this movie where Ember is working under her dad and she really wants to take over the shop. That's mm -hmm. kind of her main goal. Yep. Um Yeah, we we see that a lot like in the first like couple scenes like in the movie early yeah. on. Frankly where... the first like fourth of it was, yeah, was yeah, her yeah, working yeah. up. Yeah, know, she's, she's like aging. yeah, she starts as like as a child, she ages like you just said. Yeah. And like the main quote like that she says like continues she, she's like uh, when can I start working? She's yeah. he's like, not yet, not until you're ready, you know? And it's abundantly clear through the first little bit that her dad, like their family are very well-liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, they run a very good shop. They're mm -hmm. incredibly well-liked. Mm -hmm. It's also should be mentioned here that they, they are immigrants. They, yeah. they, they, while they, the parents were pregnant with Ember, they, they, you know, they, they went to yeah. Element City. Yeah. They mentioned like this big storm that happened yes. or whatever. Um, but yeah, they essentially immigrated to Element City and, um, we can get into like the more, uh, metaphorical things a little later, yeah. I guess. When but, we, when we get to it, we'll, we'll yeah. hit on it. But yeah. that, that was one thing I think that's important is that they, they immigrate there and they were the first one of like the fire people there yeah. and they started to build up their little community mm -hmm. of fire people right outside the main city. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, I think that's important because they, they create this really big communal aspect mm -hmm. in this movie where the fire people are all very, very close. Yeah. Um, very tight knit community. Yeah. Um, and kind of separated, like we mentioned, separated off yes. from the main elements. That the other see. three elements yeah. in like the big city. Yeah. Um. So we get to, you know, she's working her way up and we get to this point where we see her have this like, 
outburst, this anger outburst where she loses her cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, and, as you commonly see, like it's kind of common with like fire. Like you think about like yes. an Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. The whole show up until like midway, like towards the end of the third season of Avatar. I mean, Zuko's they, whole character is yeah. is well, this hot like up until like remember when he started to teach Aang like the firebending that episode, mm-hmm. and he lost his firebending, and then they found out like the true meaning of fire is like it's light and it's like it's like a heartbeat kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not anger. Yeah, yeah. it's not anger. Um, it's kind of like that where they in this movie they kind of separated off fire. They felt like separated from the rest of the elements because they were like they're very destructive. Like if they came in contact with Earth. They're going to burn them up. You know? Yeah. And Same people thing were with like water where it's like boiling water. Kind yeah. Of thing. And we see throughout the entire movie, but we see that they're very looked down upon by the other elements. There's yeah. a lot of places that they're like fire. People aren't welcome here. Yep. Yep. Um, you guys are destructive to us. You guys are different than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is part of the overall message is that the, you know, all the elements yeah. are, are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into like the finishing part of that. Um, you know, when we kind of get to it in the story here, but, um, so Ember's growing up and she, um, you know, has an, an explosive episode at a point in time. And one of the pipes burst in the basement, there's water coming in everywhere. And her dad hates water people. Mm-hmm. Cause that is the, yeah, essentially the he, opposite. He hates water and water people. Yeah, it's essentially the opposite. Yeah, It's of, the opposite of, of fire. fire. Um, um, and yeah. she's, she's melding the, the, the pipe. She's trying to get it to stop flowing. And there's a, a water guy that just kind of pops out mm-hmm. through the pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the water guy's very sweet. He's nice, but he's an inspector, um, you know, for people's pipes and shops and stuff like that. Um, and he writes a ton of tickets for their shop and Ember starts to freak out. She's like, no, we cannot lose this shop. Mm -hmm. My dad's like very close to entrusting me with the shop. Um, so she follows this guy all the way down to element city. They go to city hall and he submits the, uh, tickets away. Um, but feels bad for Ember because Ember gets really sad. She's like, I'm going to lose, we're going to lose our shop. My dad's put in his life's work into the shop. Yeah. And that's really when we get introduced to Wade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you want to. Yeah. So that's, in- yeah, that's, I mean, that's essentially like where like the main plot kind of takes off from. That's like the main conflict of the movie where they're um, trying to figure out how to fix this, this issue where the water's leaking um, and uh, essentially prevent it from flooding the shop and having that happen. So um, it kind of went. Uh, there, there was a lot of you There's, know. We have two main storylines here, which is yeah. probably the core issue I have with this movie. We have yeah. the love story between mm-hmm. Ember and Wade, and this is really where it starts, where they they start to develop this relationship. Even though they're these like polar opposites, mm-hmm. water and fire, um, they start to develop this relationship. But we also have this problem where they're trying. You know, since Wade feels bad that he submitted the tickets, he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize it was such a big deal." Yeah. Um, he tries to help Ember mm-hmm. uh, solve the water problem because water is not really supposed to be. Uh, over in the fire yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they go through. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of twists and turns. But yeah. like, essentially towards the end, as we get towards the end, we can start talking about that, just how the, like the resolve, yeah. resolution of the conflict. Um, the the flood ends up flooding the shop as the glass that she was, you know, was able to make didn't hold. Um, and uh, there was a lot of like, we'll, we'll get into it in a second with like the metaphorical things, but... Essentially, the flood, the the shop flooded. They kind of fell in love at the end, which we, which was kind of foreshadowed a lot through the middle of the movie. But um, yeah, that's kind of like the main plot. So, what would you kind of say your opinions were on the plot? We don't have to go too much into it because I know there's a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, but. I think I think it's tough when you separate the plot like kind of how they did, and I think both were like 
important to the story and could mm-hmm. have been told. But it's tough where you have these two separate plots of like them falling in love and like the shop like go under, you know, yeah. there, there's a flood and we got to stop the water from getting to the, the yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest, I, I feel like to me, the biggest part of this was the, the love story between Wade and yeah. Ember. And that was kind of the main plot to me. Yeah. Um, you know, we see like at a point in time, Ember go to dinner uh, at Ember's or at uh, Wade's house. Yeah. Um, and it, Wade is obviously from all water people and it's, it, they're very, very accepting of her. Yeah. Uh, but you can see there's a lot that goes into it. You know, she has to be on a chair this whole time with like a mat. Yeah. Um, so she and, doesn't like melt. Yeah. Or, or uh, disintegrate. Yeah. And she can't exactly eat, you know, like, like he tries some of like the fire food at a point in time and it doesn't yeah. you know, mix well with him. He doesn't yeah. do so well eating their food. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of foreshadowing to kind of like the overall message, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, it's okay to be different and to accept people that are different. Yeah. And then also different people can, they don't, you know, you don't have to be, you know, segregated per se. Yeah. Um, and only be with people like you. Yeah. Um, so I thought the message was like really deep. Yeah. Um, but- and it's looked down upon the whole movie, their relationship, besides like Wade's family and then Ember's family at the end is mm-hmm. very accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, but them together, like it, the whole movie, it's just like, oh, well, fire and water can't work together. And they're scared to like touch each other because they don't want yeah. to either, you know, Ember like vap, like just the water puts her out yeah. or that, you know, he gets damaged by her in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the overlying message of like being accepting of all people. Yeah. Um, is is really really good and cool to me and i think the way that they do it uh is perfect uh for like a kids movie i think like anyone anywhere can conceptualize this and understand this message yeah um, this and it was a very of, very sweet message yeah this is one of those movies where like if you watch it as a kid you'll think about it and you like if you like really like this movie you'll it'll kind of resonate with you like oh yes. this is kind of deep but yeah. then as you watch it a little bit more you're like oh okay i'm starting to get this you know if you're like a kid um for me with the plot I thought it was kind of like average. I thought it was like yeah, kind of like a five middle. out of ten. Like if I had to if I had to give it a, a rating, it's not Pixar. I do agree. It's not Pixar's best plot plotted movie. Yeah. Um, Especially thought, since like in the past year we've had like Lightyear. Yeah, and we I mean, saw last even, summer. Even two weeks ago, we just had across the. Well, that wasn't that wasn't I know, Pixar. I know it's not yeah. Pixar, but like just like the animated movie, like, right? Genre itself, you know, is get it's getting steep. Like there's yeah. some it's definitely heavy hitters out there, and obviously Pixar has put out heavy hitters in yes. the past. This isn't. Pixar's past, you know? This definitely isn't the, in terms of plot, it wasn't their highest production. No. It wasn't bad in any sense of the word at mm-hmm. all. Uh, a bad plot. But it wasn't, it wasn't a, like light year, like some of the past plots we've seen that are like classics. Yeah. Um, but I think that's okay. This isn't what the movie, and we talked about this in the car, the movie I don't think was trying to focus on that. Mm-hmm. I think the weaving of the message into the movie and into the plot, into the characters, mm-hmm. into their, you know, their beings, uh, their personalities was much more important. And they hit that nail right on the head. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think my gripe that I would push back against on that is like, you have movies like Inside Out and Soul. They did really good job plot wise as well. Yeah. You know, where the plot mixed in with the message that they were trying to yeah. convey. Um, and I think for I just think the plot and the message didn't really mix together, you know? Yeah. They they probably could have no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely could have done a little bit better with the plot. Like I I definitely like if if we're gonna say like, you know, oh, this is a yeah. gripe. You look at a movie like Soul, which to me mm-hmm. is an absolute like top tier movie. Mm-hmm. I I know you love Soul too. I yeah, I absolutely yeah. love Soul. Yeah. And what they did with that movie was excellent. It's not going to be as like this movie's not mm-hmm. up there with Soul. Honestly, I think what could have made this movie's plot a little bit better 
is if they simplified it a little bit and kind of made it like a rom-com Pixar movie, like kind of did something different. Cause it seemed like they were trying to get like this, like whole elaborate kind of plot. And then it like was like too mixed in. Like, <clears throat> like you said, it was like two plots going on at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like if you think like a rom-com movie, it's like, they're all like the same right. where they have, you know, the introduction, the, the whole love story portion, the, the conflict, and then the resolution we're back together, you know? Um, but I, it seemed like that was the, those elements were in this movie, but then they also had the whole underlying plot of fixing the, the dam that they were trying to make. And that kind of interrupted that. There was also some plot points that I just thought like, like, for example, like the game they went to. Yeah. Like that just didn't need yeah, to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. would have been, it was kinda, it yeah. been the same. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you know, I, I we're, we're talking bad about the plot, but the plot still, it wasn't a bad plot. It, it just wasn't, wasn't bad. It just wasn't it, good. It was just like, it was, it was too, it was all right. Too all over the place. Yeah. It wasn't Pixar's best. They, they brought it together at the end. The ending definitely really made the movie for me of Wade being this, you know, heroic, like just like all time nice guy and mm -hmm. being there for Ember um, and like what he did at the end. I think the ending was really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and definitely like to me made the movie because like I, I remember thinking like in the middle, like I almost like turned to you and had been like, this movie's it's all right. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the ending really bumped it up where the message really came through um, and we get like the climactic part of the movie really, I think, uh showed like the potential um and and kind of what i will end up scoring it is the reason kind of why i gave it to it yeah so like a little bit more on like um the overall message like they had um kind of just to be specific like they had you know talked about kind of race a little bit yeah um they talked about immigration a little bit um talked about you could even say like pride a little bit too like the lgbtq community a little bit um i think that kind of is that aspect is kind of implemented in here where kind of love who you like, if you will. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think all three of those, cause I think there was, I remember there was one portion in the movie where, um, they were with, uh, at the dinner party, at the dinner. Yeah. Um, and they said, Oh, you speak so well, which is kind of like a microaggression, like to black people. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting that they threw that in there. Um, and then there was another one, <clears throat> that they had when uh wade was in the fire shop um i can't remember what they said but um there was like another microaggression but i thought that was really interesting how they one of the things that pixar does really well is the movies that they put out do are the message relays to the time that we're kind of in yeah and this, the message definitely relayed you know to the time that we're in and i think it was very poignant that they did it you know the way they did it yeah and they I, I said this earlier, but I think this is so important. They simplified it where I think all ages could really see this mm -hmm. and could implement this into their own lives. Mm -hmm. I could 100% see like a seven-year-old could watch this movie and like go to school the next day and be like, you know, like, oh, it's good to play with everyone and, you know, mm -hmm. to 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 share my toys or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I, I can totally see this be taken um, for what it was intended to. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting, like you talk about like, like, uh, how you know you love who you want to love mm -hmm. i think this movie really showed that um you know it's like okay to love who you want to love or mm -hmm. it's you know uh it's good to open your your home into other types of people you see like wade's family being incredibly accepting yeah um and and ember's very like you know she's nervous and anxious and scared to be there um and i you know obviously they they, they do say like oh you talk very well yeah um and uh 
it, you can see like at the end she she kind of feels more welcomed mm -hmm. um and at the very very end of the movie you see which this part was was very sad but you see her and her dad do like the ceremonial dance which shows respect yeah the, or the bow, um and the they bow. they do it yeah the yeah like the bow yeah shouldn't say dance the bow um and you can see everyone is very accepting in mm -hmm. that moment uh you know wade's mom and uh, both of Ember's parents, which was a very, very sweet moment. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing I also forgot to mention with the overall message was the the um, social class element that was also in yeah. there as well. Um, obviously, uh, Ember's parents being immigrants and uh, working class kind of people, yeah. they you know feel like they have to work for everything. And when she found out the shop was going to get closed, she was like, well, this is really bad because like, yeah. this is everything that they've worked for. Yep. Wade's parents are not like that they they're in like this big penthouse kind of style like apartment um or condo whatever it is um and they're really rich she she called got her an internship yep um he's like i know this hot shot you yeah, know yeah. Uh, glass maker and it's yeah. just like well let's make it happen yeah so um they that was i thought that message was really cool in yeah. there too because i know that's obviously you know pretty big around november time but um yeah, I thought I thought overall, like just the message itself, like that they had, and all the different kind of messages that yeah. they had. Uh, like I said, they applied. Well, we can they, mention actually to speak on uh, what you were just saying. We mm -hmm. can mention the conversation that she had after they left Wade's, where she talks about like I'm not some rich kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah um, that 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 too. That's a yeah. good one. Um, did you? Yeah, So yeah, she essentially talks about like how like you know she's not rich and she can't um do certain things because she doesn't have can't just like, go the, after her dreams yeah exactly she doesn't have that uh the crutch to come back on um so yeah just overall like i said like the messaging the messaging was was very much there that pixar usually has i just thought the plot itself didn't really play into the messaging as much as i would like would have liked it to but the messaging was totally there. Like this might be one of their deeper films. I, I agree. I and I also like, I, I know I keep on going back to this, but I think this is so important. The way they did the message, mm -hmm. I feel like not everyone would like come out thinking exactly how we thought about yeah, it. Yeah. They would think about it, like not like lesser about the message, but they wouldn't think about it as deep, but mm -hmm. you can still like universally implement this message. And I really think like it, it, it provides like the output of this message is a positive one. There's, yes, there's only absolutely. positivity coming from it. So I think mm -hmm. that's really, really important and really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else we want to talk about plot-wise, or do you want to get to our letterbox score here? Um, I think. Do you have anything else on your note you want to mention? I think plot-wise, I think we're all good. I think we've hit just about everything. Um, so I think we're I think we're good. All right. Get on letterbox score to uh to kind of towards the end here i think we have the same letterbox score yeah i think we do i'm i'm kind of waffling at this point um you, you gonna change it on the spot no i'm not gonna change it i'm gonna leave it where it is now if i watch it again or when i watch it again um i would it might change but right now i'm at like a three and a half i'm i after i left the movie i was around i felt like it could have been a four but i was like I, it's a little high um i think it could be a three but i i'm sitting at three and a half right now i think the messaging was really good. I think that bumped it up for me a little bit. Yeah. From where it was at. Overall, like the plot wise, that kind of was lacking for me. Um, but I think it's a really cute Pixar movie. It's not what Pixar used to put out in the past. Like yep. the Monsters Inks, the Incredibles, uh, Toy Stories, Cars, you know, the heavy hitters that we all think of, um, Inside Out, Soul, like we all mentioned. Um, 
And yeah, I think it was kind of lacking from that end. So that's kind of why I have it at three and a half. So I was teetering between a three and a half and a four. And I think the, the plot stuff, I'm like, I can't quite give it a four. The plot's just not quite there to give it a four. But a three and a half is still a really good score. I don't know. What do we have labeled as like, what is three and a half? On our, our scale. I mean, we, we have three and a half as an above average movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that's yeah. where it sits. Yeah, yeah. Um, so three and a half for me as well. I definitely don't think it's a three. I think it's better than a three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that, that makes sense why I'm like in between a three and a four. Hey, and I'm like three your, and a half. It's your rating, you know. So I think three and a half is a perfect score for this. This is definitely a movie I'd watch, whether you go in the theater and see mm-hmm. it or stream it when it comes on Disney+. Plus. Um, it was a really, really cute movie. Um, and I'd, I'd recommend it for anyone. I, I really enjoyed it. Aaron, any last thoughts on the movie uh, before we, we talk about what's next on the pod? You know, um, this doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but I feel like I should say it anyway. Say it, Aaron. This is our <laughs> podcast. You this can say is, whatever you want. This is, this is Pixar related. How have we not gotten a trilogy for Incredibles? I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I have a hot take. I think Incredibles 2 is better than Incredibles 1. That's fair. I think the I, first one's better, but that's fair. Yeah, you know, I, I love both movies. That's fair, I'm, but I'm wondering how we don't have a trilogy. We well, have a trilogy When did the for, second one come out? Like 20... It wasn't that long ago. 17, 16, something like that. Oh, okay, that actually is longer than I thought. But the first one came out in like 2005 or something like that, 2004. All right, so if it came out in 2017, we'll wait 12 more years. We'll and get it in like, 2032. But look, here's the thing. We had, we've had we had three Cars movies that we did not need, or four or something like that. Three? Three. We did, we've not need, we did not need three Cars movies. I liked all three. You liked the the second one? Yeah, it was, it was fun. The second one was terrible. I didn't think it was terrible. The second one was was terrible. Go watch it again. That, All right, I'll watch it again. Terrible. Which, the second one, that wasn't the That's spy the one, one. Yeah, that was the spy one. Oh, the spy one wasn't terrible. Yes, it was. What was the third one? The third one was was him uh, kind of- like, Oh, yeah, yeah. The, it was him and with Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one was good. That should have been the second one, but I didn't think the second one was that bad. Nonetheless, we've only had two Incredibles movies, and we don't have three. They, they made a Planes- they, should they have made Incredibles 3 instead of Planes? Yes. Bro, come <laughs> on. Like, everyone, everyone loves Incredibles. I know. Incredibles is great. Come on. So, It'd be, I, I'd be interested in like a grown-up Incredibles. Like the kids are more grown-up. Yeah. Like some, the parents are like retiring. They need, something a, like that. They need a third one. You can't have four Toy Story movies and then two Incredibles movies. I will come agree. On. The Toy Stories were a little a little long. All, all four of them were really good. I'm not trying to take away anything from them, but how do we not have three Incredibles movies? That's like, fair enough. We're about to have two Inside Out movies. We are. Inside Out's good, though. It's, it's not. I'm not taking anything away from it, but I'm like, let's, let's why don't we... We'll get on the phone with It seems like you're running out of ideas. Why don't we <laughs> go, tap tap back into yeah, you know, yeah. some, some, an, an old flame, well, if you will. I mean, Aaron, we're a very established podcast. This is our, what, third episode here, so we, we have connections at Pixar. They're going to hear us. Yeah, they'll hear this. Um, all right, next movie we're going to do, we have a little bit of a break here, about a month, and next movie, we, we got a lot in July. We're going to yeah. have, like, four episodes in, like, two weeks. Three. Uh yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but next do you wanna, movie, do you want to do? Hold on, before you say it, do you want to do like any like, you know, streaming movie that we watch or something in between? Maybe that might. We'll just do a surprise then, like if that <laughs> happens, because we well, can't call it, su- it right it now. It won't be a surprise now. Yeah, I mean, if you we do, call, we you do. could call it now. <laughs> so we have a, the next movie we have picked. That's is, coming out in theaters. Yeah, that's that's coming out in theaters. Mission Impossible: Dead uh, Reckoning Part One, mm-hmm. which it comes out. July 17th, I think I saw. 12th. 12th. No, that's close. Um, so that's in, you know, three and a half weeks. So we'll see about, uh, you know, if we do something in between. Maybe we will. I don't know. If we Sound do, off in the be, comments. If like, we it, do, it'll, it'll be a surprise. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but that's the next one on the docket. 
uh, in theaters. Here. In yeah, theaters. that's in theaters. Um, so yeah. Well, Aaron, another great episode in the books here. I think we'll wrap it up there for today. Thank you all so much for listening to The Cinemaniacs. Um, of course, go check out the website, thesesmallballers.com. Keep up to date with all of our podcasts. Um, we will have a new episode of Small Baller Podcast. It's just me and Trevor this week. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday the 18th, June 18th, on Father's Day. Uh, it'll come out, I don't know, like 4 o'clock on Father's Day. Stay tuned for that. Of course, follow us on Twitter at The Small Baller. Keep up to date when all the podcasts go live there as well. Um, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Nothing weird going on here, just a little pruning.